I wanted to talk a little bit about I think one of the wonderful things about the Hevra and the Yeshiva and maybe one of the Chesreinus subsequently the concept of community where the people in Washington Heights is always a problem. The B'nai Torah that you are the very biggest side of learning B'chabura, of having a sense of union and camaraderie that is necessary for a successful Olam HaTorah. What happens when you get married and wherever you are, that's already a very big question. I don't know how to solve that problem. Washington Heights is not that hospitable to community. The place itself, the, the Mokam is Gairim. But be that as it may, it's very important that wherever you are, and if you become Rabbanim, that you should create that kind of environment which is relevant to the children, to the uh, teenagers. I mean, it, it, you can't be an island unto yourself, Bizman And the Rambam's very famous expressions at the beginning of the sixth parak of Hilchas Deyes, Derech Meodam, has three words. And I was always wondering, the Ramam is uh, very rarely redundant. He doesn't spend 10 years writing the Sefer, which became the Sefer of Halacha for the whole world, for all of Klal Yisrael everywhere. What's the difference between We understand. Is there something in the air? Today, we call it the internet, but that's and it's a very serious problem. But what about Reyav HaChaveirov? So I think the Ramah was going Madregas-wise. You know, there's, there's, uh, there's Reyim and there's Chaveirim. Chaveirim is Chabura. You know, the famous Rambam in Demai, the second parak of Demai, the Pirushim Shnayis, he says, Lama Nikra Chaveir. Why is a Talmud Chacham called a Chaver? Because they are only true Chaverim. Because what they do is L'Shem Shamayim. The Rambam's idea of Chaverov is that they're attached to one another. The Chibur of Chaverim requires an extraordinary measure of selflessness, of giving oneself up to the other person. And that, I think, is the secret of all Chavrusa. And we use the word for learning together, we call them chavrusa. So what is, what is this idea of chavrusa? And they call this pasuk, very famous pasuk, oz nidbru. And the question is, why is that in the nifal form? Dibru, ishal reyehu, would be just fine. So the answer is that there's two kinds of chavrusas. One chavrusa is a social contract. That's the bad kind of chavrusa. The social contract is, I need you to hear my Torah, because I don't like talking to the wall. So I need somebody to hear me out. Now, you also need someone to hear you out, because you also don't like talking to the wall. So, Eibazoi, how are we going to manage? So we make a social contract. I'm willing to hear you only because I need you to hear me, and vice versa. So that's the contract. That's us dibru yira Hashem And by the way, it could never be such a pasuk, because the secret of all of this 
is that it's a lack of Yerashamayim, as I will try to corroborate in a moment. But the Oz Nidbaru Yirei Hashem is a different kind of Chavrusa. That's a Chavrusa that I think that for my Torah, I need you. I need your criticism. I need your energy. I need your focus. I need what you can contribute to make my learning a bigger Hatzlocha because of your input, not because of your presence alone. And that is Nidbaru because the reflexive is I am Nispa'el. From you, I am being affected by you. I am being elevated. My learning becomes stronger because of you. Better, deeper. You know, Rav Aaron Kotler, the Colonel of Rochel, famously said that the punishment of Askara, which is a horrible death to begin with, Marami Prag speaks about the, the, affecting the atzmius of the person. It goes right to the throat. This punishment of Askara for Lona seems extremely severe. And he said it's not a punishment. Not in the sense of, you know, chiv skil or sreif or whatever. It's not a punishment. It's because they could not continue the Masorah because the Masorah that they would have had because they didn't have the Nagu Kavad Zebazel was lacking that Chavrusa of Oznidbaru. I don't think he uses that posuk says it in those words, but that's what he says. He says the next door, the whole Masorah is from Rabbi Akiva. Because Vaharaya the until he got the five Chachamim from the Dorim, and those five Chachamim are the ones stam this and stam this and stam this. These are all those Chachamim. The whole Masorah that we have is from Rebbe Akiva. Imagine those 24,000 Talmidim would have continued a Masorah that was lacking that Oznidbrum We would have had a corrupted Masorah. We would have had a damaged, stunted Masorah. And that would have been the Masorah forever. So the Rebbe Hashem who promises has to refashion the Masorah through those five and channel the Masorah away from that lack of Oznidru of those 24,000. And by the way, it's very interesting. Whenever you want to mention a number, you always go for the higher number. Why would we want to say 12,000 Zuhais when we can say 24,000? The answer is because the Gemara is zeroing in on the Chesar. The Chesar was in the Zuhais. That was the problem. Because So this isn't just a matter of, you know, when somebody walks in, you stand up for them, or somebody walks in and you acknowledge them. This was in the learning itself. There was a pegam of And this has a lot to do with Yerashamayim. The Baal HaFlo Anksudas has a Sefer, of course, you're all familiar with, the Sefer Amakna. The Sefer, Dafnun Zayin, I believe it is. He asks a very interesting question. He says that Shimon Amsoni, Bamlo Nechemi Amsoni, Hoydoshin, Dorish is called Essen Shabbat Torah, right? Everybody knows the Gemara, maybe from Sokh and whatever, but you know the Gemara. Achigi al Essen Shemelikachotira, yes? Pirish. He could not imagine that there could be any ribui from Yiras Hashem, Essen Shemelikachotira. It's not Shaykh. So, Pirish. And Pirish means he gave up the home halach. Since it doesn't work here, it's a simon that it's not correct. So he was willing to give up a life's work, basically. He was the expert on darshaning the word S. Achaba, there's a Talmidim, you know, the Talmidim asked him, maybe call S in Shabbat Torah, what's going to be with them? Shem Shkibalti Scharal Adrisha, he answers, Kacha Kabbal Scharal Adrisha. But we'll skip over that. Ad Shabbat Rabbi Akiva Vidarash. Famously, Es Hashem Lekachatira Lerabais, Hamid Echachom. 
So, he asks a very simple question. You open up a Chumash. This year as Hashem is mentioned four times. Twice in Vashanan, it should be Yorei Hashem, and twice in Ekev. He says, this as Hashem that particular Pasuk in that Loshan, is the second time in Vashanan. So he asks a simple question. The first time that he got to Yerush Hashem in Vashanan, he should have asked the question. Why did he wait till as Hashem And he answers a very interesting answer. He answers that the first time he didn't have a problem because there is something that you could be marbe from Hashem Lekechatira idea. And it was only because once it was marbe that, he got a problem for the second time around. What was it that he was marbe easily? What was he comfortable with being marbe? Because it says, It means, in other words, that if it's a rabbi mavok, then we can understand maybe that there's a ribui that not only are you yore from Hashem, but you're also yore from your rebbe. But after that, what can you be marbe? That was the question. So Achaba continues the Baal Haflo, and he says, That second Es Hashem he darshaned. And what was that drasha? The rabbis tell me the chachamim in general. In other words, you're equal, you're chaver. That Shimon Amsoni could not understand. But Rabbi Akiva came along and he says, isn't it fascinating that Rabbi Akiva, the Talmidim Rabbi Akiva, Lonago Kavad Rabbi Akiva darshan that that is a nisbach, that is, a, that is an abizrayo kivayochel of Es Hashem Lekechotira. And because ultimately, the Yoyser Mechaveira, Harbi Lomadati, Yoyser Mechaveira, there's this understanding that you have to have that humility, that feeling and appreciation that you are not alone capable of steiging and becoming a Tamit Chacham Kedubayi, and you desperately need that other person, is a Yisoyed in Yira Shamayim. Because ultimately it's a Yisoyed in humility. And it's also a Yisoyed in, I don't know if there's a good word in English for Faginning. You know what Faginning means? That somebody's matzliach and you're happy with that. You can tolerate it. We have, I, I pointed this out yesterday, I made a seum on Yerushalmi Peya, and I, I said more or less what I'm saying to you today. I pointed out an interesting thing. You open up every Sharblat, you open up the cover of every Gemara today, just about, and every, but every printer puts in the feel of Rebbe ben Akana. Yeah, you say it. I don't know yet a single person that says it. My rebbeim didn't say it, and I don't know if their rebbeim said it. It's a pella otzim. It's in. It's a befeirish halach in the shulchan aruch. Nobody it. Nobody rejects it. Nobody says. You know what I'm talking about? The tefillah of the chunyi ba'akana. Shalai koshul dvar halach of yisuchu bichaveray v'cholay v'cholay v'cholay. And I had this need to explain why is it that no one says something that's a befeirish halacha, easy to do. And it's inside every Gemara cover. And I think I understand why. At least, that's my feeling. I have a feeling. It doesn't matter if I'm right or not, but the feeling is correct. You know that there's a big Shaila. It boils down to a comma. The way you put the comma. Is there a comma after Bedvar Halacha? So, Pashib Shad is that I shouldn't be Nechshal, and my Chaveirim will be excited that I'm on target, that I'm successful, that I 
Cut the shot of the Gemara correctly that I pass in the Shaila al pi halacha. However, if you take out the comma, then it's one run on sentence. Meaning, and when I am nikshal, they will be happy with me. That's what I don't want. And that's what I'm asking for, number one, that I shouldn't be nikshal, and number two, that they shouldn't be so miserably corrupt and disgusting that they will be happy that I was nikshal. Now, if I was asked, so do I put the comma in or I don't put the comma in? I would say, how can anybody think that you don't put the comment? What kind of person who's in the yeshiva and grown up in this, you know, environment of Torah and mitzvahs and Avedis Hashem and Musar, and that kind of a person is going to be happy that I am nichshal betvar halacha? He's my colleague, he's my chavar, this is our base medrash? It's impossible. Until you open up Rashi in the Gemara, and Rashi says, v'yismechu b'chaybe, Rashi nichshalti. Black and white, one word, you know, Rashi has this kind of just one word. I don't that's I think why nobody ever says it. Because nobody has the guts to admit that it's conceivable that a Ben Torah should be like that. That's a very big big side. And I think ultimately that's where Yerat Shemayim comes into the picture. Because learning is not an academic pursuit. So it's famous that in academia they tear each other apart. You know, somebody's the chairman of the department, that he's a target for every single professor who didn't become chairman of the department <coughs> to hate his guts and try to undermine him at every turn. But B'nai Torah, not shy of such a thing. On the contrary, we're all in, the, in this, the Kaddishem Shemayim. The Rambam in Pirish Amishnayis in Tmai that I mentioned. Chaverim, because they are Chaverim together to work to accomplish the Shem Shemayim. That's the only Chavro Ha'amitis, he writes in order to be Mekadosh Shemayim. And yet, we have this 24,000 Talmidim Shaloi Nohagu Kovitz And that's really a remarkable thing. It's, it's, it's absolutely remarkable. Which I always felt leads us to the conclusion that Rabbi Sol Salanter and Rabbi Rucham Levavitz and all those were absolutely right. It's a lifetime endeavor to be a shtickle mensch. You know, just to be capable of transcending oneself. To be this famous statement of Salanda that the other person's gashrius is my ruchmis. It's an unbelievably high madrega. I'm supposed to feel for myself, and for you, I want you to have tremendous atzlocha, even gashmis. Why? If gashmis isn't important, because gashmis is important, but it's a challenge. And that person is suffering. I need to concern myself with he go into his shoes and I need that he should be matzliach in the gashmias. It's a tremendous idea. That's my ruchnius. I have to want what the other person needs in spite of the fact that I may not need it and may not even be good for me. This whole union of noisi ba'olim chaveri. Noisi ba'olim chaveri. Rabbi Rucham once tied himself to a bed so that at night he would not be able to turn over. A simple little thing. They tied himself down, and when they asked him, what's this? He said he wants to be able to feel what it means for a sick person not to be able to turn over. The same Rabbi Ruchan on the words, Tachas Raglov Kamaisi Livna Sasapir. So the Medrash tells us that the Rabbanu Shalom has this brick. It's made out of sapphire, because it's on high. But it's a brick. Livna Sasapir. It's Levena. B'chaymer Bulvenim. Why? Because he wants to remind himself of the suffering of Bnei Yisrael in Mitzrayim. In that piece, Rabbi Rucham says an amazing thing. 
which again, if it was printed on the inside of the Gemara, on the inside cover, nobody would, would say it either. Because nobody has the guts to admit that we can be that low of Shenich Shalti. He says a person has needs and worries and concerns. He may have a whole bunch of daughters that he has to marry off and nothing's happening and the girl hasn't had a date in six months. And he's invited to his chavr's chasana. The chavr's making a wedding. And of course he comes. And the Rabbi Rucham says that when he walks in and he sees the glory of that chasana and everybody is sameach and everybody's dancing and everybody's tumbling and that daughter is getting married and not to a very choshevabacher as well. And he goes over to the mechutn and he says to the mazel tov, says Rabbi Yerucham, that in his heart of hearts he wishes that he didn't have a mazel tov. He doesn't say he wishes he also would have a mazel tov. He wishes that that person wouldn't have a mazel tov. How could that be? Because the pain that he has transfers to a certain nastiness that we have latent in our personalities, unfortunately. We don't have, by nature, an extraordinary amount of generosity of spirit. There are Yechidim. I know people that may recall, just like you have Tzadik Mitivai. You have a person who doesn't seem to have a Yetzahara. But most people do, and some of them have very heavy Yetzaharas. It's the same thing. And it's very fascinating. The Rambam, who believes in Bechira to the extreme, Everybody can be a tzaddik like Moshe Rabbeinu. Everybody can be a Russian like Yeravah. He doesn't acknowledge astrology. He doesn't care about... He says... <laughs> I mean, the Rambam is super, super concerned that everybody should believe that we have the potential to do anything in Avodah Hashem. And to mess up in any way in Avodah Hashem. So that Rambam, you know, he, he wants us to understand that mitzvahs and averis include midos. He writes that explicitly in the seventh paragraph of his Shuvah. He says, a person should not think, he knows it's an agenda by him, he's giving a whole drasha. A person shouldn't think that bad midas, kas and gaiva and on and on, that these are some just not nice things. He says they're avarus and you have to do tshuva on them. The, 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 the possibility of a person to sink is not because he's a geichazi. <laughs> doesn't have to be a geichazi. He doesn't have to be that kind of a talent. It's in the nature of people to want to shine. It's the nature of people. And they don't mind if it's at the expense of others. And that's like, and to transcend that is an avoider, just like anything else, just like to break kas and to break gaiva. To have that hergish, you need more than anything one thing, that I need you. I need you leads to I respect you. If you think that you don't need the other person, the Dibru Yishel is never going to happen that you'll respect that person. Then that's Lo'ino Ago Kavad And that's really where the secret of Es Hashem Tira L'Rabbis Talmidei It's not my Rebbe Mubak. My Rebbe Mubak is he's almost divine. My Rebbe Kamar And it's very interesting. The Rambam doesn't talk so much about Chaverim learning with one another. But the Rambam went one step further. There's a very famous Rambam, at least... Uh, for me, it's famous. I speak about it all the time, so I think it's very famous. You know. But there's a Rambam that says that Kishen, that's a very important word, Kishen, that a Talmud is mechuyiv to be mechabed as Rebbe, so too, a Rebbe is mechuyiv to be mechabed as Talmudim and to love them and to cherish them. 
and he keeps going. And that Kishem disturbed me tremendously, just a minute. If the Raman said earlier, Kishem, that a person is to be mechabit, his parents, his biological parents, so he's also mechuyiv to be mechabit his Rebbe, that makes perfect sense. That is a real Kishem. That's a Kishem. That is an equation. But, but that I, a Talmud should be respected by the Rebbe the same way that a Rebbe is respected by the Talmud? That doesn't make any sense. It's very nice for the Ramam to, the Ramam should have just started, a Rebbe Fine. But Kishem? Then I realized that what the Ramam means is very simple. The Ramam is saying that the Rebbe is not to be Mechabit the Talmud, Kwa Talmud. He's mechuyiv to be mechabed the Talmud because the Talmud is his Rebbe. That's the Kashem. It's mamish the same thing. B'ze'er Ampin, of course. But it's the same thing. And how do I know? Because when the Rambam continues, he says, And then he says, Kashem she'etz cotton madlik eats godl. When you want to make a bonfire, you can't light the big log that's there. It doesn't catch. So what do you do? You take a little splint, you light it, catches fire, you put it underneath the logs, and all of a sudden you have a whole conflagration. That's the only way you're going to be able to make a bonfire. Kashem she'etz kodon kodon madlik eats godol, says the Rambam. Kacha Talmud is moisif the chokhmah of his Rebbe, atche b'sheiloisav, etc., etc., atche yotzi mimenu chokhmah mifoyora. Now, in that context, it is exactly what goes on in a totally reciprocal way between two Talmidim that are Nidru. And that's the ultimate and ideal chavrusa. The chavrusa that I need you and you need me. And then because of that, the eitz cotton is madlik the eitz cotton. The, 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 the ability to sense and understand and appreciate that you are critical to my learning turns selfishness actually into extraordinary altruism. Because because of that, I have to care about you. I feel the need to care about you. And the melod is the big in Chaverov is much more than Reyov. The Hashpa of a Chaver is much greater than the Hashpa. That's what the Ramam has. Reyov, Chaverov, and the ultimate Hashpa, interestingly enough, is Naya Kibinak Anshe Medinasa. That's the Hashpa that's in the air. That's a very, very dangerous and very powerful Hashpa. And the Ramam, of course, continues and he says, and if there's no choice, you have to run off into the wilderness. So, in this tkuf in particular, I think that it's important to, to be mischazik dafka in, in, in these inyonim. You know, to, to appreciate what a chaver is, to cement and increase and foster that relationship, because like anything, it needs to be nurtured. And in general, to realize that we have the potential inside of us to think very not nice thoughts and, and, and to, 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 be, to be essentially corrupt. You know, we speak about those Talmidim Lonago Kovas of Bazaar, we think they're a bunch of monsters. It's not like that. They just didn't get it. They didn't reach that level. They didn't come to that Madrega that is an Eshashem Lakechatira number two. It's not only Rabbi Mubok. Because it's very easy for a Talmud to say, well, I'm Rabbi Akiva's Talmud, so, you know, don't mess with me. But to say that my Chaver, Himlachto Chavercha Alecha, Himlachto, I make a melech over me. 
That is an extraordinary madrega. It's not that it comes easily. It does not come easily. Because a person has his ego. You know, the Rambam speaks about Nilchus Talmud Torah Perigimel. He speaks a lot about you can't do it with Schoiro, you can't, you know, So he says that a person can't be a Baal Madrega in learning to the point of achieving Keser Torah, which is an incredible Madrega, unless he but then he says, So did Torah is only mostly by a person who is mevatel his ego and breaks his gaiva and he's an honor for chulei v'chulei. And the way the Rambam puts it seems to be in a very strange place. It's true, of course, that everyone would be masculine. Because Gaiva, exactly, it's all the things that we spoke about for the last 20 minutes. Gaiva says, Aniva Afsi Or, I don't even need you because I've arrived already. I am a Talmud Chacham already. What do I need you for? You know, the, 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 the phrase itself, by the way, interestingly enough, are you all aware that the Ramam never says Talmud Chacham? Never mentioned Talmud Chacham once in the whole Yana Chazak. What, what, what am I talking about? It's Talmud Chachamim. Very interesting. This is completely derachagav. It's a footnote of a footnote. But just, just you should know. You can learn the Rambam all your life, and you can discover one day at the age of forty-five or something. That's when I discovered it. <laughs> that the Rambam doesn't say Talmud Chacham. He says Talmud Chachamim consistently. Vice versa, that you know, you learn from each other. That's the whole point. You, you know, the Chachamim include your Chavrusas, they include people in the street, they sometimes include your Talmidim, we just said. So there's a lot of Talmud. Talmud is a Talmud of a lot of Chachamim. Not just the Rebbe Muvak. But be that as it may, around the, 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 this whole idea, this whole notion of, of humility, the Rambam puts it in a place where he says it shouldn't be amongst the Sachronim and the Tagorim. You know, there are two kinds of people who make Parnosa. There are the people who make Parnosa by Maisiyadeh. The poyalim, the people who are farmers, the people who make shoes and, and, and plumbers and so on and so forth. And then there are businessmen. The Ramam has a special antagonism to businessmen as far as learning Torah is concerned. I mean. He thinks that businessmen have given up the possibility for Torah, and if they have such havaminas, they're, they're making a terrible mistake. can't happen. So I was thinking to myself, this is what the Rambam is saying. How much money does a person really need is up to debate because people have all kinds of sense of what they need. But everyone is asking that ultimately you'll reach a point where you, whatever you need, no matter what, you know, caviar every single day for breakfast and fancy steaks for, for, for supper, servants galore, uh, your own plane, uh, you know, your own jet, you know, that's some shtusen mishagas that people have, and and v'chulei uh, v'chulei. But after all of that, so how much do you really need to accomplish all of that? Let's say $100 million. Or maybe a little more. $150 million. So why does anybody work after $150 million? And they work. They work very hard. They spend days and days and days and all kinds of plans and, 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 and they run around all over the world to find clients and customers and, and then build the business and build and build and build. What is that all about? He's not going to have any more at all. In fact, he's going to have a lot less because he's so busy. He's so torrid. And then if something goes wrong, he has a lot of like it. What do you need it for? Go off to some island in the, in the Caribbean and enjoy life. Talking about somebody who's not that, you know, stomach or good. What, what, is, what, is, what are you chasing? The answer is covet. That's what you're chasing. You have to be the biggest. You have to be the best. You have to be famous. 
You know, it's 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 an amazing thing. This is this is what it is. You know, the metropolitan opera has a, had a gallop. You know what a gallop means? Like it's like a ball. And they said, they, they, I don't know, it's the beginning of the season or the end of the season. I don't know too much about it. Abba Lamai said, what's the point of the gala? That the women will come, of every man is women. And to the extent that they're less dressed, that's the, uh, you know, I once went, I once gave a drosha in a certain community, which I, you know, I said, uh, which were not Nizer and Sneas. They're getting better as, as time goes on, actually. The Hashbar, the, of the writers, unfortunately, ruining everybody's equanimity. You know? <laughs> the island is not stable anymore. <laughs> People are, you know, they should live almost in times 10. But, 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 but the fact of the matter is that at that moment, at least that community needed a lot, of, uh, a lot of help in this area. And since I was invited to speak, I figured, you know, I'm not part of that community. They can't throw eggs at me more, more than at least at one time. I'll take my chances. So I told them that I, I thought that this community was very, very wealthy. That's what everybody says. But I see that on the contrary. They don't even have enough money to buy the rest of the dress. <laughs> Then, you know, like I instinctively went like this, but, but nothing happened. Baruch Hashem. But, but Lamaisa, Lamaisa, it's, it's really, the world is, is, you know, if you look at it carefully, it's so sugar that you shouldn't have the slightest interest in it. It's mamish gone beyond, beyond. But it's in everything. But the Rambam says, Befeirush, that Torah requires that humility that prevents you from going off the deep end seeking covet which is what Sachronim and Tagronim are really all about, because it's never just about satisfying your basic essential needs. So this is also part of that whole humility is necessary for Torah on ten different levels and in ten different ways. But getting back to the core of, the, of what I'm talking about, it's critically necessary in every Chavrusa Shaft. Because you have to have that sense that that person is very important to you. And that's not possible if a person's a Balgaiva. Not possible. The person thinks he knows it all or that he's smart enough to figure it out for himself. And then, of course, there's that extra measure of the Yismuchubi Chaveray aspect of I wish you wouldn't have a Mazel Tov, that people are not happy with the other person's Hatzlocha. That is not a natural instinct to be happy with the other person's Hatzlocha. The instinct is in the other direction. So in order to have a Chevra, and that chevra should be an oz nidbaru chevra, and that should be a chevra that's l'shem shamayim. You have to have an avoda pnimis, an avoda musaris, that gives you the sense that you are available to the other person, that you respect the other person, that you care about his welfare, and that you want his atzlachim. And that kind of a person will have himself, reciprocally, tremendous atzlachim in his own learning. So, uh, in, 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 in the spirit of this tkufa of Lena and the Avelis that comes from it, it's really, you know what it is? It's an Avelis on, on our potential. Because imagine what it would be like if Nago covets Ebazer. There would have been 24,000 Talmudim. I don't even know what the Masara would look like. It's really an Avelis on ourselves. That's what it is. It's an Avelis that it could have amounted to something more. And what happened to us? We just didn't rise to the occasion. We didn't appreciate the potential that we have inside of us to be kind and gentle and generous and, and loving. If you have that inside of you and you bring it out, you could have 24,000 Talmudim that are nohagu And then it would have been a period of, of tremendous joy and rejoicing. 
And the interesting thing is that this is at the exact same time that we count the Yomer, which in all the Sfarim, Sifri Kabbalah also, but in all the Sfarim, is a time of potential Aliyah. It's a time of going from Shibat Mitzrayim to Kabbalah Satayra. And that's, that's it's like a fascinating thing. If you'll ask, how you became Zeh, the answer is, look at the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva and do the exact opposite. You want to grow from Shibut Mitzrayim. That's very interesting. You know, in Mitzrayim, there are some Sforim that write that the Kurha Barzal, because everybody wants to know what's this Kurha Barzal, what exactly needed to happen in Mitzrayim, that Hashem had to send them down there and have this horrible Shibut of all those years. Why? So that's because it was a kurha barzal, a crucible. It was a refinement. And that refinement process cost a lot of lives. A lot of people, not so many people came out of it, right? Certainly according to some shitas. So what was it all about? And some svarim right because it needed to care for one another. Reb Shuleib Diskin, in his Sefer on Chumash, he points out that those of Avirim, horrible people, really, always part of Machlikasin and always challenging by Shirabenu. But they came out of Mitzrayim. So how is it that they managed to get out of Mitzrayim? What happened to Makas Choshet? They were left... No, they're not, they're not deserving of remaining in Mitzrayim. They, 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 they're coming out. What's Chus? What's Chus allowed them to come out of Mitzrayim? So he writes, because they were the, from the Shoitrim that were responsible for the production of Bnei Yisrael, of the Chomer Levenim, and when it came to the time of Tichbar Avoidah, Al Yishu B'Din Meshekar, etc., they fought for their brethren, and they suffered for their brethren, and they accepted blows for their brethren. That was the matzah, that was the mood at the very end. And there is the secret of the going from Shibut Mitzrayim, where an Evid, by definition, Einlo Yachas, means that he doesn't have any chevra. Because each Evid is up at the whims of, of his master, and you, know, you don't even have a family, really. <coughs> and the Rishami talks about different kinds of avodim and how they were treated by their masters and some of them cared that their families should be sticking together, that an Evid should have a shivcha, knanis, and there would be a unit and that could raise a family and others indiscriminately just sold them off and families were broken up and you know, you know, like by the civil war there was all kinds of tumults about that there's this sense of an Evid not having a connection to others and Klal Yisrael has to go from that to Maimed HaSinai, which is Kiyosh Echad That's not a simple transition. For that transition, you need that kind of care for someone else that you're willing to take makas for them. You're willing to, to suffer blows. And that's why Dosan Baviram survived and came out of Mitzrayim. That transition and the Loina Agokovitz of a parallel in antagonism to one another perfectly. What you need to go from Mitzrayim to Maimed Sinai is the ultimate Madrega. And that's the tragedy. And as I said, and it's important to close with something that makes makes a Roshim, I think that the Chesarin is in us and the Avelis is for that Chesarin. It's not, we're not misable for the loss of the 24,000 as much as we're misabel for the loss of the 24,000's failure, for that failure, that, 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 that we're capable of being Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, whose pure potential, that's all Rabbi Akiva stands for, is just one big potential. And that realizing potential, on the contrary, 
remaining with, with, with the smallness that we started out with and never growing in spite of all the massive amount of Torah that we learned. So that's the Avelis. The Avelis is that we failed ourselves. That's always the Avelis, by the way. It's, it's always, you can fail HaKadosh Baruch Hu, v'chulei, 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 but the biggest Avelis is, look what happened to me. So, so Dava Pashat Mi'ayid. person sees the, the, the message, it's a tremendous Mechaev, that we should not end up being misabled for ourselves after 30, 40 years later and say, you know, what I could have become, if only I grew in those midas that I needed to grow, in that humility, in that love of Abbas Yisrael, in that appreciation of us Nidbaru, of that sense of, I desperately need you, and I care about you, and I love you, and I'm nice but oil with you, and all the other midas that are mentioned in the Kinyone HaTayra. should be zoicha to have that, uh, that Havana, that's what it requires. It requires a certain avona. We have that avona. We can become made massive talmidei chachamim, who are talmidim of chachamim, in the plural, because we have our rebbe. We also have maybe several rebbe, but we also have our chaverim, and we also have our talmidim. And for that matter, even the person in the street, I'm sure that the chashavarov can tell you that you can learn tremendous amount from very simple people. Tremendous amount. I've had many rebbeim like that. Very simple people, but they're kibbutav. You know, maybe that's what the Gemara means by bringing Goyim in as examples, Dhamma bin Nasina, and so on. But whatever it is, you can learn from anyone. Mikol Melamedai Hiskalti. And I just want to finish with one more simple word. Ezu Mechubin. It's in the fourth parak. If you have a chance to speak about Pirkei Ovis this week, this Shabbos, you could use this word. It says, Ezu Mechubin, like Ezu Asher, Ezu Mechubin HaMachabed HaSabriyas. How do you know that? How do you know that? Ezu mechubad ha-machabed ha-sabriyos. So they quote a pasuk. Pasuk yes, mechabdai ha-chabay, u-boyza yikom. Es mechabdai, es people ha-machabed ha-kodesh baruch. So, Ezu mechubad is mechabed ha-sabriyos. So you should bring a pasuk that says something about mechabed ha-sabriyos, not a pasuk that speaks about being mechabed ha-shah. Ki mechabdai ha-chabay. And what's the point? That there's only one source of cover that has any value. Because covered by Etzel is covered on the Duma. It's nothing. What's covered? Covered is meaningless. But if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mechabed, you, oh, that's something else entirely. So who is HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mechabed? Reciprocally, whoever is Mechabed, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Mechabed HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what's the raya from the Posuk? HaMechabed HaSabrius. It's Mechubad. Mechubad means by Hashem. Fine. That's the Posuk. But Mechabed HaSabrius, the Teretz is, the Mechabed HaSabrius is somebody who realizes that he's Mechabed Hashem. That's the real quote Hashem. By caring about his creation, by caring about the people that he brought into this world. That's the Mechabed HaSabriyas, that's Mechubad, because he's really Mechabed Hashem. If a person understands that, everything that we said until now, is a different understanding, that really you're talking about HaKadosh Baruch The needs that I have is for my own Torah, but ultimately I'm Mechabed the person, the Noye Kavad Zebazah, is because that's how a person can be mechabed Hakadosh Baruch Should be zeichet ha'atzlacha b'chalo inyanim, and since you didn't get the bechida yet, so I'll give you a specific. Uh, you'll, 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 it's it's not a, a Jewish expression, but you'll knock him dead. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be very matzliach, Mezuz Hashem. I have no doubt. Okay. <laughs>